thing to me. I, for those of you that don't know, I have done youth ministry for 11 and a half years uh, before being called into this position. And I just want to let you know that a church with junior highs and kids is a church that God will lead into the future. Because our God is one of legacy. Right, And we don't do what it is that we're doing here this morning for ourselves. We do it for the next generation and the generation after that and the generation after that that we may not see, but God already knows about. Oh my goodness, that's our God. Church, can we just take a second this morning, and I just want to make it abundantly clear that here at Kanata Life Center, we are here to make the name of Jesus famous. That's what we're here for today. Every Sunday that we get together, God is going to do amazing things in our lives. He's going to teach us new things through his word. We're going to leave this place saying, ah, God, thank you. But the motivation to come here on Sunday morning is not for us. It's for him. We're here to worship. We are here to celebrate. We are here to lift up, to exalt, to place God once again at the beginning of our week or the end of our week, however you picture Sunday on the calendar. That's up to you. But we are here to make sure that God is the center, that through him, all our ideas, all our passions, all our prayers, all of those things through him for his kingdom, and that's it. Amen? That's why we're here. So we receive because our God is a God who gives good gifts. And we are going to be blessed here each and every Sunday morning. But more than us being blessed, we are here to bless him. Amen? Collectively. That's why we're called here, and that's why we celebrate. I am so excited to be here with you this morning. I'm going to keep this message short and to the point because I want to dive back into worship. How many of you enjoyed that so far this morning? Amen? God is good, and he is with us. I just want to thank uh, Holly so much uh, for just taking that opportunity uh, to step up in front of us all and set that example. Amen? Wow, what a gift that was. Junior high, grade six, saying, I choose Jesus. Ah, so good. And I honestly believe that this is just the beginning. We're going to continue to pray for new salvations, brand new Christians, young lives that would say, hey, I love this church. I love what God is doing. As Holly said, I believe I'm growing in my faith, and I want to proclaim that he is Lord. That he is Lord. God is good. If you don't know who I am, my name is Pastor Mitch, and I am the campus lead here at Canada Life Center. We just want to welcome you. And uh, we are today finishing our Trust Scripture series. This is going to be a recap, and we're going to end with just a little bit of a focus on why it is that we thought that this was so important. And so today, we are asking, what is the central story of the Bible? And we've worked through several questions, several amazing weeks. If you are just joining us today, I encourage you to go back online and watch the five weeks of Trust Scripture, because they have been amazing. Amen? They have been so good and so, so, so important because the Bible is our foundation. It's the rock on which we stand, right? It is, it is everything to us. This is how we find out more about our God. That doesn't just come through opinion and all. This is foundational. And so in week one of this, uh, of this scripture, we asked several questions and we began to build uh, a frame of reference. And so week one, one of the big things that we built is that the Bible is a book about God. If you're taking notes, you can write that down. 
The second week, we added on to that. Not only is the Bible a book about God, but the Bible is a book about God's way of living in his created world. The third week, we asked, well, who is the hero of the Bible? And so we added on to that sentence again. We said that the Bible is a book about God's way of living in his created world, which became fallen by sin and required a singular hero named Jesus, who we just sang about. See how it all taught? Come on. God's good. The fourth week, we said not only is the Bible a book about God's way of living in his created world, which became fallen by sin and required a singular hero named Jesus, and this singular hero lived a sinless life and finished the work for humanity, who were at that time enemies of God, that we could be reconciled to God by living in for and by God-authored freedom. Church, we believe in freedom. We believe in freedom. That lives are going to continue to be set free. And if you have a testimony, just like the one that Holly shared this morning, of God's goodness in your life, I challenge you, before you leave today, tell somebody. Tell somebody about what God has done, because that is why we're here. We are here to set our hearts on Scripture, because this is what God has revealed. And last week, we asked, what should the Bible do? And we realized that in big ways and small ways, spectacular and mundane, the author of the Bible uses each word of the book to shape our heads, our beliefs, our hearts, our affections, and our hands, our actions, to look more like Jesus. The Bible is a huge book. It's full of, uh, of two testaments, 66 books in the entire collection, 1,189 different chapters, 31,202 verses. 76% of the Bible was written before we even knew the name of Jesus. 24% of the Bible was written after its languages are Hebrew and Greek and aromatic. It may be confusing to many people how all these things can work together. But we know that even though the Bible contains many stories, it really points us to one singular story that encompasses all of humanity's story. In fact, pastor and author John Tyson put it this way. He said that the gospel is the good news that God our Father, the Creator, out of his great love for us, has come to rescue us from sin, Satan, death, and hell, and to renew all things in and through the work of Jesus Christ on our behalf. Hallelujah. To establish his kingdom here and now through his people in the power of the Spirit. This is for God's great glory, and it's our profound joy. Amen. Amen, amen. Not only do we establish our lives on the Bible, not only are we looking to follow after Jesus in all things that we do, but we are believing, we are believing that one day we will see God face to face. That one day we will see him face to face. The God who lives in us now, who is revealing himself in his character to this world that we live in, one day we will look him eye to eye. And I don't know how you're going to respond. I've often thought about it. Have you ever thought about that? What will I do when I actually see Jesus? When I'm face to face with God the Father. And I already know what I'm going to do because he's been establishing in that. Some of you will sing because God bless you, you can. Maybe in heaven I'll have that godly voice as well. Some of you will dance because you know you got the moves and that's great. Some of you honestly will stand in awe. Won't be able to say anything. I'll probably weep. Because that's what he's been teaching me to do while I'm here. Just standing in the awe and the brilliance of who God is. We have a taste of that today. But one day we'll see it in full. 
And our goal and our dream, the reason that we go through this Trust Scripture uh, 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 series is that one day when we stand before God, we want to hear him say these words that are found in Matthew chapter 25, 25, verse 23. His master said to him, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Church, that is our hope. Amen? That is, our, our, that is what we are standing upon, this great testimony of Jesus come to earth for us, dead, that he died willingly for our sins and res- resurrected on the third day. We believe that because of what he did, that eternity is written on our hearts. We believe in the power of Jesus that he is going to do something fresh here in this city. That as we place our trust in Scripture, as we grow deeper and deeper into God's Word, that through that understanding of who God is, he is going to do amazing things in this community. I believe that we are going to watch young people who find Jesus here, who find out not only is he who he says that he is, but that he is more than enough. And that he will see them through. Some of my favorite testimonies, we were singing that song today, and, and I was just thinking, some of my favorite testimonies in my life are, are those who stand and say, I've known Jesus from a young age, and he has always been enough. Hallelujah. I just want to let you know today that if you're here and you're within the sound of my voice, if you have known God your entire life and have never turned away, those are the testimonies that are my favorite. They're not everybody's testimony, though. Some of us have testimony of uh, walking through life, and although it was dark at the time, God stepped in, and his light shone so brightly that he pulled us out of that darkness. Amen? Come on, that's our God. And we know together that no matter what our story is, if Jesus is at the center, if he is who we stand upon, if he is our motivation, that we will see him face to face, and we long to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Let's just take a moment right now and ask God to center our lives that we would hear that when we see him face to face. God, we just present ourselves to you this morning. And we believe, God, that you are who you say that you are. That you are the one who sent your son to die on our behalf. That through the blood that was shed on the cross, God, that every one of our sins can be forgiven. And so, Lord Jesus, even though there are temptations and, and different things that our culture would say that these are the goals of life, God, we know that the one true goal of life is to live for you and you alone. And so, God, in all of our lives, we ask, would you be Jesus? Would you be the one that each and every one of our family members, our friends, our colleagues see? Because, God, when we see you face to face, this is what we long for, that you would speak, well done. Well done. And so we ask that today in Jesus' name. We're going to dive back into worship here in just a second, but Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 tells us that we are his workmanship. We are created in Christ Jesus for good work, which God prepared beforehand and that we should walk in them. Church, let us remind ourselves today of why we are here. It's because of him. 
that each and every one of us are here today because he knit us in our mother's womb. That he knows every hair on our head, or for some of us, the lack thereof. God knows our names. He knows our destinies. He knows what we've been through. He knows where it is that he desires for us to go. As we place our trust in Scripture, what this will do for us is it will prepare the way. It will prepare the way. See, we stand on the Word of God and we follow the way of Jesus because the way of Jesus will lead us down a path that is narrow and straight and aimed directly to the heart and the kingdom of God. And I don't know about you, but I am not here to build my kingdom. When God one day calls me home and people stand to give testimony of who I truly was, my prayer is, is that they wouldn't actually talk about me. But my prayer is, is that they would talk about the God who changed my life. Who took me from a path that I was directing myself down and transformed it into his story. And that's what we pray over our lives. That is the, the theme of the Bible is that the world on its own is going one way, but God. That each and every person uh, in Scripture, that without him we are enemies, without him we are, we are slaves to sin, but God sent his son for us. Because he has a plan. And he is a way. And we are going to watch that play out here together. We're going to dive back into worship this morning, and we're going to watch God straighten some paths right here in this, in this room this morning. Amen? We're going to watch God just in the next couple of songs as he begins to download his plan into your life. We're going to watch God begin to spell out some destinies this morning that we're going to have to go home this afternoon and wrestle with and come back next week and say, okay, God, I got the first, the first couple of sentences of the, of the new chapter, but what do you have for me today? And so church, I just want to remind you that God's word is a free invitation of love. Amen? It costs Jesus everything. And so this morning, as for Life Center Canada, we choose, li we choose wisely because as for us, in this house, we choose to serve the Lord. We choose to serve the Lord because he alone was there in the beginning and he alone will fulfill his promises to the end. Can I get everybody to stand with me this morning? Let's prepare our hearts to die back into worship. As Pastor Sarah said, right after our amazing baptismal moments, we just want to open this room and allow freedom to take place. And so if you want to exit your seat, you can worship in, in the aisles if you like. If you'd like, you can worship at the back. If you want, we also want to open the altar space here at the front. The reason we call it the altar space is because this is a place where we believe that we can meet with Jesus. And we're going to watch people's lives get changed right here at the beginning of the building. In the Old Testament, they used to build altars that would, uh, uh, that would signify uh, as people moved along and, and went about their journeys. It was a moment for them to remind people of the great things that God has done. And so we just want to release just a freedom in this room. Come up to the front, go to the back, move into the, into the middle. You don't have to stay in your seats today. If you want to, again, feel free. But if you'd like to move around, we're just going to continue to fill this room with worship to the God that we've learned about, that we can trust through Scripture. Thank you, God.
Thank you, God. Worship team. Thank you.